0: Welcome to the Doctors Building Wealth Podcast, the place where we talk about the strategies, habits, and mindset that separate wealthy docs from those who are not. We're your hosts, Leighton Kenji.
1: Today, Kenji and I are going to be talking about bookkeeping, and a lot of this comes because we've just created a bookkeeping course, and we wanted to really share some of the insights we've had over the years with our bookkeeping journey and then also with creating this course. So Kenji is really the main driver behind the bookkeeping course, so I kind of was hoping you'd start out, Kenji, by telling us a little bit about your journey through bookkeeping.
0: Yeah, I have to say that bookkeeping really isn't something that I was passionate about. And it's something that I think over time, my passion developed, I'd say, really in the last six months to a year, I've gotten really excited about it, mostly because I realized just how valuable it is, how important it is to maximizing cash flow in running our rental business. And I'm a bit sad that it took me this long to realize that.
1: Yeah, so we're six years in. So tell us about how you started out doing our bookkeeping.
0: Yeah, so we started investing in 2015. And at the end of the year, I got the stack of property management statements together and essentially started putting everything in Excel. And that's what I use. I didn't use any bookkeeping software at the beginning. And all I was doing was putting in the transactions from the property management statements, as well as anything that we put on our credit cards, any repairs that we made, any invoices that we paid. We just kind of threw everything into Excel by property. And that's what I submitted to our property managers.
1: Yeah, I remember that. And I remember it being stressful, but I also, like looking back on it, realized how much we missed, right? We missed... Because we were charging things on different credit cards and we didn't necessarily know a year later what to attribute to the business versus not, right? So we missed things for sure. And then we were tracking down our property managers like six months after trying to get money back for the mistakes they made.
0: Yeah. I have to say that first year when I was reviewing the property management statements, I was pretty shocked at how many mistakes that were made. And yeah, I was tracking down the property managers about six months, eight months later, about things and trying to recover money from them. And I think ultimately we got a lot of the money, but it was a really stressful experience. And also, you know, again, hunting down money uh, after the fact is a lot harder.
1: Yeah, and I think another important thing about that was we were just doing it after the fact, like you're talking about. So we were just putting in the numbers for tax reasons. We weren't really getting any useful data. And so I think that's really what compelled me to get more involved a couple years later, where I was just started a whole separate thing, which was to figure out actually how much cash flow we were getting out of each of our properties, because I wasn't able to get that information from the bookkeeping you were doing.
0: Yeah, I remember the question was, how are properties performing? Are we actually cash flowing on these properties? and so uh, obviously the excel sheets that i had created to date didn't tell us or didn't give us those answers and so i remember creating a separate uh, spreadsheet which took the income and expenses and calculated our cash flow and then on top of that you also asked how much of the mortgage are we paying down like how much equity are we are, are our renters helping us build up and that was a whole other question that caused me to create another spreadsheet for that and again looking back i realized that something that If you have everything in bookkeeping software, you can get the answer to those questions just very easily with a click of a couple of buttons.
1: Right. So within a couple of years, you and I had two separate parallel systems, one that was actually doing the bookkeeping and one that was actually getting useful metrics that I wanted to know that we wanted to know how our business health was. And so how did we realize or at what point did you realize that bookkeeping actually should be doing both?
0: Yeah, whenever you make a big change, right, it ultimately comes from a place of pain, right? Yeah, it's like if you have a lot of pain, then you kind of have your, or you have that reason, or you're compelled to make a change. And so, I think for me, it was just the accumulation of years of just stress around tax time was probably the biggest thing. A second driver for me was clearly what we were just talking about, like not knowing the true profitability of our properties. And then the last thing is that. One of the big things that we teach in our course, the Fast Fire System, is all about forcing appreciation, right? And what that means for those who don't know what forced appreciation is is that if you can increase the income or decrease the expenses of your property, then you can actually increase the value of that property and you're not relying on market appreciation. And so one of the things that I think bookkeeping helps with is you can actually look ahead and say, well, this is how much money we've made To date on our portfolio. And I can easily project that we're going to have this much more money. And therefore that means that we could either pay taxes on that money or we can reinvest that money back into our portfolio and force appreciation on different properties. And so it's just a way for you to kind of look ahead and utilize your money in the most effective way to maximize your cash flow.
1: Yeah. And this brings up another point. I do remember the pain point of saying, Kenji, how many losses have we generated to date? this year, do we need to go buy another property? And you not knowing. I remember that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to transition to talk about bookkeeping and the useful metrics that everyone should be tracking now that we know what to track. But first, I really wanted to ask you, what was the situation this year? And tell us about how that played into developing the bookkeeping course?
0: Yeah, I think it's really over the last two years, we shifted our mindset and said, we really need to be on top of our numbers and and run our business effectively. And so the the next step from Excel was should have been actually to pick a software like QuickBooks and start doing the books the right way. Again, I had this kind of mental block when it came to numbers. So I was like, I think we should hire a bookkeeper. And so we went on a journey to actually look for bookkeepers. We actually worked with three different bookkeepers. One of them, we actually had them do three months worth of our books. And what was crazy about that was when I got the reports, well, first of all, it was really expensive. But the second thing was when we got the reports, I realized that the reports didn't tell me anything. It didn't answer any of my questions, questions about profitability, questions about how much do we have to reinvest in our properties? It didn't actually give us the answer to those questions.
1: Yeah. And I would say the other thing it didn't do is they didn't necessarily catch the errors that the property managers have been making that we were catching, right? Because they didn't know what was right and what was wrong. They didn't know our terms of our agreements with the property managers. And so if the property managers double charged us for leasing up a unit, they were just going to put that in. And that part hurt me because I was like, I can't handle like giving away money that we shouldn't have given away. Like I wanted some way to track the errors.
0: Right. That was certainly your pain point for sure. Yeah. That's not surprising, right? I mean, they don't know your business uh, the way you do and they don't know what's a mistake really, right? I mean, they might notice something that's like a duplicate entry or something, but they may not know that they're not supposed to charge you a certain amount or they're not supposed to charge you for something or that that your property management agreement says they're supposed to charge you 8% of rent. And so actually an example or a problem that we discovered was they applied a management fee to our security deposit. And so that's not income, right? And so that was an extra charge that the uh, bookkeeper didn't pick up on.
1: And then there are the charges like property managers charging you $20 to put a sign out in front of your house to say it's for rent. When those types of things a bookkeeper will never catch. And they're completely unnecessary. Yeah. So now let's talk about what you did this year to develop the bookkeeping course.
0: Yeah. So what we did this year was we actually hired a bookkeeper that we could work side by side with and help us develop the books that was appropriate for our rental properties. And what I realized very early on was that rental property bookkeeping is completely different than any other bookkeeping out there. For example, pet income is something that you're not going to see on any other books. There are certain expenses like turnover expense or vacancy expense, right? These are expenses you're not going to see in a lot of businesses. And so you really have to design your books in a way that matches and fits not just rental properties, but also the strategy that you're going after. Because again, the fast fire system is all about maximizing your income and decreasing your expenses. And then also Knowing how much money you have to reinvest into your properties and to get the answers to those types of questions, you really have to set up the books the right way for your business.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, first of all, it, doesn't, it makes complete sense now, retrospectively looking at it, that a bookkeeper wouldn't know how to do the books for a rental property business. They're not owners of rentals in most cases. So why would they understand or know how to think like an owner? It doesn't even make sense. But this also belies the fact that even if you're going to get a bookkeeper, that you actually still need to be very, very involved setting up your books the right way and almost training them to produce the books the way you want so that you can get those insights to help you run your business better.
0: Yeah, absolutely. One thing I love to say is that bookkeepers are masters at entering in transactions. I mean, they know, you know, exactly where the transactions should go. They're very efficient at it, very fast at it. But The key to bookkeeping is you have to know how to categorize each of those entries in a way that makes sense for your business. And this comes down to something called a chart of accounts, which you need to set up the chart of accounts, which is basically a way you're going to categorize every single transaction. And then you have to teach your bookkeeper how to apply certain expenses or income into the correct categories. And yeah, it's very involved. Again, if you work with your bookkeeper they all know how to do it if you tell them what you're looking for and you also show them what categories you want them to put it in. This episode is sponsored by our brand new course called Fast Fire Bookkeeping for Real Estate Investors. Do you have a pile of receipts and a bunch of statements that are stacking up in your office and the pile isn't getting any smaller? Are your rental properties getting you closer to financial freedom? Do you even know how your properties are performing? Well, the answer to your problem is doing your books the right way and that's what our course is about we'll teach you how to set up your books the right way not just for tax time but also so you can unlock the insights that will help you maximize your cash flow for more information or to sign up go to semiretiredmd.com forward slash fast fire bookkeeping this episode is brought to you by dan peck of caliber home loans if you're an experienced investor you'll know just how important it is to have a lender who knows how to work with investors. Now we've been working with Dan and his team for over five years now, and he's our go-to whenever we need a residential loan for our investment properties. Now, if you're new to investing, you might not know this, but your lender can sometimes be the difference between getting a great deal or completely missing out on it because your lender couldn't close a deal. Now I did want to point out that Dan can help you not only with your investment properties, but also if you're looking to buy a primary residence or a vacation home. So the next time you're looking for a residential lender, be sure to email Dan at md at caliberhomeloans.com to get a free consultation. Now back to the show.
1: Yeah, so I really wanted to talk a little bit about the categories so that people have the insights to see what we're using as our metrics. Because one thing Keith Cunningham says is the key to a successful business is leverage and metrics. And so you have to know what you're measuring to know where you want to go and how you're going to get there. And one thing I think that we both agree on is we were flying blind for many, many years. Now we can finally see what we need to see by doing the bookkeeping correctly. So let's talk about the metrics that we're tracking and go into detail so people can understand how they can set up their books.
0: Yeah. I think at the highest level, you're talking about income and expenses. So let's start with income. I think most bookkeepers, they would take all different types of income, rental income, and they would lump it into one category and just put it in as an income for your property. Let's say you have a duplex, actually, even. They might not even split it up between the different units, right? And so unit one versus unit two, they might just lump it all together. And so the question for you and the listeners is, once you want to know the profitability of each of your units, number one, and number two, If one of your properties brings in all these different types of income, like garage income or storage income or pet fee income, wouldn't you want to know how those income are broken down into different categories uh, so that you can track the performance of something like a storage income over time? And so that at a very high level income, that's just an example of income, expenses is an even bigger category, right? So I'll give you an example. Something like repairs and maintenance can include a lot of things. And I think it's a catch-all for almost everything, including turnover expenses. So when a tenant leaves your unit, there's gonna, they're going to incur a whole bunch of repair and maintenance items. They're going to patch up the wall. They're going to paint the unit. They may have to replace a carpet. Typically, that's just going to be lumped into repairs and maintenance. And so when you get your reporting, you're not going to know which repairs were turnover-related versus which repairs were just regular old repairs. And what we do in our books is we actually separate out turnover costs and we actually even go another level deeper because latee here wanted to know what is our rekeying costs right how much do we pay to rekey each unit every time we get a new tenant and so what that allows us to do by categorizing it in our chart of accounts the right way is we can then actually pull up a report that shows exactly how much our rekeying is across our entire portfolio and so that is that just illustrates the real value of categorization in your chart of accounts and getting it done the right way
1: I think it's really important to obviously track it and to be able to see it, but then you want to also be able to take action. So I think one key thing that we've learned by doing these books is that we can track turnover costs, we can track vacancy, and then we can compare different property managers in their turnover costs and the amount of vacant days. And we can actually see property management performance and keep them accountable now.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I would love a day when we Actually share the reports with them and say, okay, what are you going to do differently? How is this different than having an employee that you're actually giving feedback to and saying, okay, these are my expectations and you didn't meet my expectations. Turnover took 14 days. I expect you to have turnover done in seven days or less. And yeah, so metrics are absolutely key and, and it'd be, uh, I'm really excited about getting to a point where we just are regularly giving them feedback uh, and making improvements over time.
1: Yeah, I think another really important thing to track in terms of maximizing income is actually rental increases over time. So that's another thing that we now have insights in. I used to manually track it in my little system. Okay, this renter was here last year, I increased rent on him $100 maybe next year when I get to that same point, I look back and I say, oh, maybe I'm not going to increase rent that much because last year he had one. Or if I know someone hasn't had an rent increase for a couple of years, I'm going to be a lot more aggressive in increasing rent. And so those kind of insights and tracking those over time really allow you to make better decisions than run blindly and say, oh, I'm just going to increase rent $100 this year, not realizing that you did $100 last year on them.
0: Right, for sure. Yeah. And that's the beauty of having all the data, Lynn, and also having data for spanning several years. you could, With the click of a button, you can literally pull up by unit the rental income trend over time and see what's happened historically so that you can make better decisions in the future.
1: Yeah. So now we've talked about how you can maximize your income using the bookkeeping and the metrics that you get from it. We've also talked about some ideas about how to reduce expenses. So let's talk a little bit about the taxes and how we use bookkeeping for tax purposes.
0: Yeah. So- It's a great question because one of the things that we love to do is we like to take our profits and reinvest those profits. And so what bookkeeping allows is for you to be able to very clearly see, let's say you're six months into the year, you could see what your current profit is and you can also project what your profit is going to be by the end of the year. And so what you want to do with that information is you want to say, okay, if I have $30,000 of net income on this property, uh, or let's say across your entire portfolio, you have 150,000 in, in net income. Do you want to pay taxes on that? Or do you want to reinvest that into your properties and force appreciation across different properties in your portfolio? You could just be a lot more really surgical about taking that money and investing it in the right places. Uh, and then by the end of the year, you're not going to show a positive net income that you have to pay taxes on because you'll have reinvested that money, which will then make you more money.
1: Right. For me, I just really want to know three quarters in, how much income have I made that I need to shelter now? And how many more properties do I need to go buy before the end of the year? And so that's the data I get from this.
0: That's true. Yeah. That's the other way to to, uh, to use it is not just reinvest it, but you can also actually buy, go out and buy properties do the cost segregation and do the depreciation and, and then figure out how much you have to shelter.
1: And then you can also use it working with your accountants as well to make sure that you're correctly classifying things as either rehabs or repairs, right? So can you tell our listeners a little bit more about that?
0: Yeah. So there's a really nice feature in QuickBooks. And and actually, that's the software that we recommend is QuickBooks. But it's a nice feature in QuickBooks that allows you to flag any transaction and put it in a category called Ask My Accountant. And I think the great thing about that is that you can engage your accountant on an ongoing basis as opposed to at the end of the year when it's too late. What you want to do is when you're in the middle of a repair or renovation, you want to engage them at that time or even maybe even before And you want to get them into a conversation where you're saying, okay, is this a repair or is this going to be capitalized? And the difference is huge, right? If it's a repair, you get to expense that this year. If you capitalize it, you have to spread the cost of that renovation over the next several years. And that's not going to be as tax efficient for you because the better the write-off you have this year that you can use that money and reinvest it into your portfolio.
1: Yeah. And I think another thing that the books really allow is to get the data that you need at the end of each quarter, perhaps you want to do this and be able to do your cash on cash calculations for each property and your return on equity calculation for each property. So you know how your individual properties are performing and you can make those decisions about which properties you want to sell as well.
0: Yeah, that's great. I think one of the things Another power of it is like looking at trends. When you have data over several years, you can start to see these trends. Uh, You can see the profitability of your buildings going up over time. And like you said, those two metrics that we really like to track, one is that profitability, looking at cash on cash return, and the other one is looking at return on equity. So as your properties appreciate, you're forcing that appreciation. We talked about that. And you're your renters are paying down your mortgage, right? Your equity is growing over time. And so what you want to do is you want to track your return on equity to help you decide when is it time for us to harvest that lazy equity, either in a cash out refi or selling and doing a 1031 exchange into a bigger property. And so that's something that, again, with a click of a few buttons, you can pull out those numbers and you can make those calculations and and track those over time.
1: Perfect. So can you tell everyone about our bookkeeping course, maybe a little bit more detail and when it's available?
0: Yeah, I think the way we really wanted to set up our bookkeeping course, uh, just like our Zero to Freedom course, is really make it step-by-step easy to digest. Ultimately, we're not going to get into accounting jargon. Like, We're not going to be sitting there talking about credits and debits. The first module is about what software you should use, which product should you buy? How do you purchase the product? How do you log into QuickBooks, right? I mean, it's like literally step by step. It's for somebody like me who like, literally was afraid of bookkeeping, afraid of doing my own bookkeeping. And that's really the goal. And what we really want you to feel within the first month or two doing it Is we want you to start to see that you can master this, right? And the way you do that is you just repetition. You just get comfortable with entering in the transactions. Again, you may not have to understand why something goes into a debit or credit category. You may not need to exactly understand the chart of accounts and how we're categorizing these things. You just have to follow step by step what we're teaching you. And then over time, you will achieve that mastery. And once you feel start feeling that mastery, it will feel extremely gratifying. I'm telling you right now, you will feel excited about it because you will have mastered something that, at least again for me, uh, I was afraid of. And if you feel the same way, you will have that gratification because you'll have mastered something that you were afraid of.
1: I would be excited because I'd be saving money and making more money. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, well, that's
0: true. That's uh, that's another reason to get excited about it, for sure.
1: Yeah, and I think the other important thing to really convey is that even if you are not going to be doing your books long-term. You just want to do it a couple months and you want to hand it off to somebody else. You really do need to know how to do them yourself and know how you want them set up so you can get those metrics that you use before you hand it over to a bookkeeper. And that's a mistake that we made. And so we've learned from that. We don't want you to make that mistake as well.
0: Yeah. If you're going to be using a bookkeeper, I mean, this course is absolutely essential because not only do we actually give you a chart of accounts template, which gets you 90% of the different categories you need that's specific for rental properties. So if you like, literally hand this to them, they can actually get all the categories and they can understand them. Now, you will have to spend time with them to teach them which expense or income items go with which transaction category, that's going to be a step that you're going to have to work with them on. And you're going to have to also work with them on making sure that you can pull out the right reports. And so that's one other thing I wanted to talk about with the bookkeeping courses. Not only will this help you if you're going to be using a bookkeeper, but also there's a whole module on reporting. Because at the end of the day, if this course isn't helping you make money, right, then we're not really adding any value to you. And ultimately, the reporting is the the real should be the real driver here. So we spent a whole module on teaching you what reports we pull up, what reports we look at, and then from there, what actions you should take as a result. Because if you're not operationalizing these things, if you don't make any changes at the level of the property manager, or if you're self-managing, if you're not actually making changes to your properties, what you do with those properties, then none of this is going to add any value. So again, creating value is all about taking action based on the data.
1: Awesome. Okay. Well, we will put a link to our bookkeeping course landing page in there for those of you who want to learn more about bookkeeping. And hopefully you learn something about the metrics that we believe are really, really important to be tracking every single month and why it's so important to do your own bookkeeping. Thanks for joining us. Yep. Thank you. The Doctors Building Wealth podcast provides information only and does not provide any financial, legal, tax, medical, or psychological services or advice. You are responsible for your own financial, physical, mental, and emotional well-being, decisions, choices, actions, and results. You should contact a professional if you have any specific questions about your unique situation.